0: You're listening to Rhodey Radio, Rhode Island Library Radio, online. Welcome to our year-end best of 2020 episode of New and Notable Books. New and Notable Books brings you book recommendations from Rhode Island librarians. Hear new reviews every week and find something wonderful to read. In this episode, you'll hear picks for outstanding children's, teen, and adult titles from 2020. And as the holiday season approaches, you may find some good suggestions for gifts. Enjoy these selections carefully chosen by four Rhode Island librarians for you.
1: Hi, I'm Marianne Quinn, a reference librarian at the Warwick Public Library for my 2020 best of, I've picked two new novels and one very popular series for adults. My first novel is Transcendent Kingdom by Ya Gyasi. Gyasi is the author of the award-winning Homegoing, and her sophomore effort is outstanding. The entire story is told by Gifty, a graduate student at Stanford, trying to complete her dissertation in neuroscience on the reward-seeking behavior of mice. Even Gifty realizes she's trying to understand why her beloved brother died of a heroin overdose after becoming hooked on opioids. When Gifty isn't in the lab, she is trying to urge her depressed mother to move, to eat, to show some interest in life. Through Gifty's reminiscences, we learn of her family's immigration from Ghana and her mother's determination to make it in America. Gifty is brilliant and knew her way to a better life was through education. While growing up in Alabama, Gifty's family attended an evangelical Christian church. Somewhere along the way, Gifty's faith has abandoned her and she has transferred her devotion to science. One of the central struggles in the book is that the closer Gifty is to finishing her degree, the more she begins to feel the pull of her childhood faith. The story of Gifty is one of struggles between her family's needs and her desire for independence, the pull between science and religion, and her inability to move forward with both her degree and her life. Gyasi is a talent to watch. This is only her second novel, but her writing belies her young age. Her writing is exquisite. Gifty is a survivor, and Gyasi's extraordinary writing brings her to life. This book is highly recommended. My second choice is Anxious People by Frederick Bachman. Frederick Bachman is the author of a string of bestsellers, Bachman has become popular around the world with a trademark style all his own. Anxious People begins with a fairly clueless bank robber attempting to rob a cashless bank, becoming upset and confused when the teller calls the police, and running across the street to the first building with an open door, running into an apartment where an apartment viewing is being held by a real estate agent. All eight people looking at the apartment are now hostages in the kookiest hostage situation possible. Bachman is an astute observer of humans always exploring what makes them tick. Themes of loneliness, anxiety, friendship, and love carry through the story. Worries about spouses, children, and friends are discussed and explored. Bachman states at the beginning of the book, the story is about a bank robbery, but it is also about regular people just trying to find the courage to get through each day and cope with whatever life throws at them. Although written pre-pandemic, it is actually a perfect book for the situation we find ourselves in now. Bachman's stories are full of humor and hope. No character is shunted aside or left behind. There is love in this book in the relationships explored and new friendships formed. All of Bachman's characters have dignity and are treated kindly, gently sorted out by the end of the novel by a master observer of the human condition. My third choice is a series, The Paradise Series, by Ellen Hildebrand. Is there someone in your life that loves beach fiction? If the answer is yes, then The Paradise Series would be a perfect gift. The trilogy begins with winter in paradise, followed by what happens in paradise, and ends with troubles in paradise. Although Hildebrand frequently writes about Nantucket, this series takes place on the island of St. John in the British Virgin Islands. In the first book, we are introduced to Irene Steele, happy in her marriage to Russ in Iowa City, Iowa. Russ travels all the time for work, and when Irene receives a phone call on New Year's Day that Russ and a companion have been killed in a helicopter crash off St. John's, she has no idea why he is there. She and her two sons, Cash and Baker, decide to go down to St. John's to investigate. Irene and her sons are shocked at what they find, and although... They at first feel like victims. They realize they are not alone. Over the course of the trilogy, the Steeles begin to make connections with the people of St. John's, but the FBI steps in and seizes all of Russ's assets, wreaking havoc on the tentative roots the family has set down in the beautiful tropical paradise. If you buy or read this series, begin with Winter in Paradise. Hildebrand assumes the reader is familiar with the story By the time she jumps into the third book. 2020 saw the publication of many wonderful books. For the best books of 2021, keep listening to Rhody Radio, new and notable books.
2: Hi, I'm Christine, a children's librarian at the Warwick Public Library. For my 2020 best of, I have chosen four wonderful picture books, perfect for preschoolers. All of my picks highlight the true meaning of friendship and the joy found in simple acts of kindness. The first title is Snail Crossing by Corey Tabor, an uplifting tale of slow but steady snail, whose determination and kindness bring him the best reward of all, new friends. When Snail spies a field of scrumptious cabbage across the road, nothing will stop him from reaching the tasty treat, not speeding cars or hungry crows. But his journey is derailed when he offers his shell as shelter from the rain to a group of rude ants, and in the resultant hubbub gets turned around and finds himself back where he started. But never fear, the grateful ants return the kindness by coming up with an ingenious idea to bring Snail his hoped-for snack. A funny and clever story about little characters overcoming big obstacles. You'll discover when an old truck is something more in Jarrett and Jerome Pumphrey's The Old Truck. On a small bustling farm, a beloved and steadfast pickup works tirelessly alongside the family that lives there and becomes a part of the dreams and ambitions of the family's young daughter. After long days and years of hard work leave the old truck rusting in the weeds, the girl, now an adult and running her own busy farm, tows it from the overgrown grass and brings her faithful childhood companion back to life. This heartfelt celebration of resilience in the face of change packs a powerful punch. As the old truck stays with its family, this charming book will stay with you. In Fire Truck vs. Dragon by Chris Barton, the ultimate beast machine showdown gets waylaid by an unlikely friendship. The rivals face off against each other in a series of contests with unexpected results because, as it turns out, Fire Truck and Dragon are the best of buds and refuse to take advantage of their natural gifts. Looking forward to what will happen if the two show up at the same barbecue? Why, homemade free-range potato salad and famous firehouse beans, of course. Thinking they'll spice up your camping trip? They are indeed a winning team at campfires. Dragon's shadow puppet show perfectly complements firetruck's scary story for those still holding out hope for an epic battle of fire versus water you'll be rewarded when you witness how these two say goodnight, and it's definitely worth the wait a hilarious look at a friendship for the ages that defies expectations and celebrates differences a classic folktale gets a masterful bilingual makeover in Susan Middleton Ilya's The Three Billy Goats Buenos and dares to ask the question, why is that troll so grumpy anyway? In what begins as a familiar story, three goat brothers are prevented from crossing a river by a blue toothy troll. One by one, the goats cross until the third one gets stopped. But this older, wiser, more compassionate goat pauses to consider the troll's plight. After discovering the reason for her irritability, the thoughtful goats come together and are able to help with a combination of first aid and goodwill. The snappy rhyming couplets seamlessly weave Spanish words into verses, sneakily cueing proper pronunciation. This lively, engaging, modern take will motivate little ones to look beyond appearances as well as provide a great opportunity to discuss empathy and mindfulness. These four books are all great stories that I hope you enjoy as much as I do.
3: Hi, I'm Jennifer, the teen librarian of the Warwick Public Library, I have chosen the following titles for my best teen books of 2020. The first book is Paranormal. The title is Watch Over Me by Nina Lecure. In this modern ghost story about trauma and survival, we meet Mila. Mila is used to being alone. Maybe that's why she said yes. Yes to a second chance in this remote place, among the flowers and the fog. And the crash of waves far below. But she hadn't known about the ghosts. Because she just graduated from high school, Mila has aged out of the foster care system. So when she's offered a teaching job and a place to live on an isolated area of the northern California coast, she immediately accepts. Maybe she will finally find a new home, a real home. The farm is a refuge, but it's also haunted by the past and Mila's own memories are starting to rise to the surface. The second book is a mystery called They Wish They Were Us by Jessica Goodman. In Gold Coast, Long Island, everything looks perfect, from the expensive downtown shops to the manicured beaches to the pressed uniforms of Jill Newman and her friends. But three years ago, Jill found out nothing is as it seems. In Jill's freshman year, her best friend, the brilliant and dazzling Shayla Arnold, was killed by her boyfriend Graham. After that dark night on the beach, Graham confessed to her murder, and the case was closed. Jill tried to move on. Now it's Jill's senior year, and she's determined to make it her best year yet. After all, she's a senior and a player. A player is a member of the Gold Coast Preps exclusive Not-So-Secret, Secret Society. Senior players have the best parties, highest grades, and admiration of the entire school. This is going to be Jill's year. She's sure of it. But when Jill starts getting texts proclaiming that Graham is innocent, her dreams of the perfect senior year start to crumble. If Graham didn't kill Shayla, who did? Jill vows to find out, but digging deeper could mean putting her friendships and her future in jeopardy. The next book is a realistic fiction book. This one is titled You Should See Me in a Crown by Leah Johnson. Liz Lighty has always believed she's too black, too poor, too awkward to shine in her small, rich, prom-obsessed Midwestern town. But it's okay. Liz has a plan that will get her out of Campbell, Indiana forever. Attend an uber-elite, Pennington College, play in their world-famous orchestra, and become a doctor. But when the financial aid she was counting on unexpectedly falls through, Liz's plans come crashing down. Until she's reminded of her school scholarship for prom king and queen. There's nothing Liz wants to do less than endure a gauntlet of social media trolls and catty competitors and nerve-wracking public events. But despite her devastating fear of the spotlight, she's willing to do whatever it takes to get to Pennington. The only thing that makes it halfway bearable is a new girl in school, Mac. She's smart, funny, and just as much of an outsider as Liz. But Mac is also in the running for Queen. Will falling for the competition keep Liz from her dreams or make them come true? Well, that's it for now. Thank you for listening.
4: Hi, this is Jen, one of the adult librarians at the Warwick Public Library. For my 2020 Best Of, I've picked four books, two fiction and two nonfiction. Something for everyone. First up, How to Astronaut, An Insider's Guide to Leaving Planet Earth, by Terry Wirz. Wurtz is a retired NASA astronaut, International Space Station Commander, and Colonel in the United States Air Force. In this lighthearted read, you'll learn all about the highs and lows of living life in space, from what to eat, to how to handle personal hygiene, to survival training. Burtz is an engaging guide who makes mundane facts interesting and technical jargon accessible to all. If you enjoyed Mary Roach's Packing for Mars, this will be a great addition to your reading list. It's informative, quirky, and wildly entertaining. Next, Humans by Brandon Stanton, an intimate collection of photographic essays. Stanton is best known for his blog, Humans of New York which he has used to chronicle stories from everyday people on the city's streets since 2010. In this book, Stanton expands his storytelling to over 40 countries. Filled with short stories, some only a paragraph long, Humans reminds us that everyone you encounter has a story and we can all learn and grow from hearing the experiences of others. Inevitably, I found myself wanting to know more about the humans I met in this book. I wanna know if the fledgling adventure company in Ghana is succeeding. I want to know more about the grandfather in Pakistan who delights in his grandson, no matter what mischief he gets up to. I wonder if the couple in India told their families about their secret relationship yet. While I likely won't learn the answers, sometimes it's enough to imagine their happiness and wish them well. Humans is a gem of a book to sit down with, and it's well worth your time. On to fiction. Hard-boiled mystery lovers will devour fortune favors the dead by Stephen Spotswood. I couldn't wait to read this after hearing the main characters described as the spiritual sisters of Nero Wolfe and Archie Goodwin. It did not disappoint. Spotswood transports us to 1940s New York, where we meet scrappy Willow Jean, Will Parker, and Detective Lillian Pentecost. The pair meet by chance, with Parker saving Pentecost during a dangerous encounter at a construction site. Parker's efforts were rewarded by Pentecost, who offered Will a job as her right hand woman and training in the art of investigation. Cut to three years later, and the pair are investigating the death of Abigail Collins, who was found bludgeoned to death in a locked room, the same room where her husband shot himself a year prior. Can our investigative team puzzle out the truth before they become targets of the murderer? For a fun and twisty who done it, look no further. Here's hoping Spotswood would deliver Parker and Pentecost adventures for years to come. Lastly, for a light holiday-themed read, pick up the latest romantic comedy from Christina Hobbs and Lauren Billings, who write together under the name Christina Lauren. In a Holidays introduces us to Malin Jones, who's not feeling holly jolly. She's living with her parents, unhappy in her job, and harboring an unrequited crush on a family friend. After spending a disastrous Christmas at her family's cabin, Malin whispers one wish to the universe Please, show me what will make me happy. In the blink of an eye, Malin is back on a plane headed towards her family's cabin for Christmas, reliving the day all over again. Stuck in a Yuletide time loop, Malin keeps stumbling into roadblocks that stop her from reaching her happily ever after, and you'll want to keep turning the pages to see how she gets out of this merry mess. Sweet and spicy, In a Holidays is the perfect book to snuggle up with on a chilly day. I hope you enjoy these titles as much as I have. Happy holidays and happy reading.
0: Thank you for listening. Join us for more new and notable books and great reads all year long. This is Rhodey Radio, Rhode Island Library Radio, online.